inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook, a show about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. Outlook. Radio Western. Fade. Fade, Fade is. Music <laughs> is out. <laughs> we made it. Good morning, everyone. We are Outlook. And we made it. Yeah, today is a, is a Monday, so yep. kind of off to a rough start. I was busy all day yesterday recording with my band and, you know, sort of got in that whole mood, so sort of getting back to... The, the week here and sorry no theme today yeah we worked hard and we finally have some um, words on our theme I was gonna I keep wanting to call them lyrics but we don't sing it's not really lyrics just yeah. uh, a bit of ex- explanation in the theme as to what this show is about so that we don't have to sum it up ourselves every time and so I will add the theme in for the <laughs> archives so if you want to listen to our show um, I guess just go to um <laughs> we need we need a website sometime, but yeah, at Outlook CFB. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll share the link on Twitter. On later. Twitter, um, you'll be able to find the link, and it'll have the full theme. But yeah, my phone died on the way here, so we don't have that. But yeah, so I anyway, thought welcome uh, to Outlook, and yeah, welcome to December. This show we discuss accessibility and advocacy and equality. equality. All relating to blindness through the Canadian Federation of the Blind as our inspiration. And what's our topic today, Carrie? <laughs> I am the topic creator. Uh, today is December 3rd, and December 3rd happens to be... It's a day designated by the United Nations as the uh, International Day of Persons with Disabilities. I always wanted to say... F- I can't, I, on Twitter, I said four when I was writing the tweet. And it, that goes back to the whole issue we talk about a lot with the Canadian Federation of the Blind. It's like of or for can have an actual big meaning from such little words. When you say for, it sounds kind of like you're, um, you're doing it for them. You're kind of, you know, you're putting it on for them. You're, you're whatever. Of sort of includes them. I don't know. But anyway, so that's um, been a day that's uh, existed since 1992 since the United Nations designated that as such. And I think it's important. So I thought we should do the show today on that. Yeah, so not that long ago then, not just 26 years ago, I guess, it's been, it was designated as um, today, but... Yeah, I mean, really not in since the end of, the, of World War II did they start, did the United Nations form, obviously, and then start, you know, designating these days. I think... Uh, Coming up next week is uh, the Day for Human Rights. So there's, you know, these are important um, days to have. The more we learn and the more we talk about these sort of things and work on, you know, equality and in- inclusiveness and things. Um, but um, I'm just going to read a quick thing. Um, the Prime Minister um, just issued the following statement today. Um, He said, uh, millions of Canadians live with a disability. 
They are our parents, spouses, children, children, colleagues, neighbors, and friends. They are entitled to the same rights and protections as everyone else. Yet every day, many Canadians with disabilities face unacceptable barriers that hold them back and keep our country from becoming a truly equal place. While we have made our progress towards a more accessible and inclusive society, much work remains to be done. Too many Canadians with disabilities continue to have to break down barriers and fight battles seen and unseen alone. Too many face stigma and exclusion where they should find acceptance and support. And too many find their potential limited because of stereotypes and closed minds. So, yeah, I mean, there's a longer statement there. I'm sure you would look it up, you'd find it, or you'll hear it at some point. My Facebook feed is already full of statements and things as cause, because I follow a whole bunch of Canadian accessible sort of web pages, and not just Canadian, worldwide, um, things like that. But, uh, yeah, so I just thought it's important to talk about this, especially because today is the actual day. Well, you you've mentioned before when they when lists are put out about different minorities and stuff. Well, maybe more specific to blindness, but disability and stuff like that isn't always talked about as much as some other things. Which I mean, everything is important on the same to the same degree. It's not like you know there's a hierarchy to this stuff, but it is definitely something that does need to be talked about. And so, yeah, it's nice nice to have a day devoted specifically to people with disabilities and again that's also a word that we've brought up on the show in in previous episodes that could be I mean I don't know I think words have an effect but maybe not as much as some people do but at the same time disability does have kind of a negative connotation in a way Um, well I guess if you interpret it that way but I don't know it just it is since I've been getting more involved with this stuff the word disability to me does seem a little kind of negative sounding but (laughs) I know that's not how everyone interprets it yeah um, yeah, we did talk about disability recently, changing of the word and stuff. But, you know, at this point, that is the most no, I know. recognizable it's, it's, it's word. It's the word that is used um, and people know. What it means. And they, so yeah, so I mean, that's what, uh, that's what is going to be, that's what they're going to use for the name for this day. Um, just to get awareness and hopefully, I always say hopefully one day there won't be a need for that. But um, <laughs> I don't know when that'll yeah. be as well, we were talking. Um I also wanted to mention that this Thursday, uh, I don't have the official like release, but um, this radio channel is having a f- 24 hours um, sort of devoted to um, women's issues and interviews live and recorded stories and things. It's to mark the um, anniversary of the terrible attack that happened at the uh, Ecole Polytechnique de Montreal. That's my terrible French. <laughs> um, good, good try. Yeah. In 1989, when uh, a man went into that, it was an engineering school, and so he was this angry guy that thought women shouldn't be engineers. <laughs> We're getting too advanced for our, for our, uh, you know, we don't know what's good for us or whatever. But anyway, so I'll um, I have an interview that um, that I sat for that will be included on that, and uh, so that's Thursday. But, you know, like, talk about these things and don't talk about them. What's the what's the thing to do, you know? Yeah, well, you have to talk about these things. I don't know who would say you don't. But <laughs> I, I, I do get the point of sometimes people who think... Who would say they don't? Well, some, some people think, oh, you could, you know, you're talking about this stuff over and over, oh, but what no. are you actually doing yeah. about it? But it's, 
you know, you're still bringing it to people's attention and making people think about it instead of just sort of going on with li- life and pretending it's not a thing or doesn't exist. Well, um, and for for you, you know, you, I'm sure it'll come up more in your interview on Thursday, but you have a unique perspective because you're a woman and then you also have um, the disability of blindness. So, you know, it's it's even more of a sort of different situation than it is for me um, in your case. So, Yeah, like, I mean, lots of people are um, multi-disability. Uh, so, or not multi-disability, but multi, you know, sort of minority, if you want to call it that, like women with disabilities or, you know, people with disabilities who are indigenous here in Canada. Canada. So, but, um, so I guess I wanted to talk about the other night, Tuesday night it was, I, um, I took part in something that I actually, I think, heard about on a commercial here on Radio Western. Um, it was at the TAP Center for Creativity here in London on uh, Dundas. It's this old building and, uh, it's like an art gallery, a space for artists. And, uh, I heard about it that there was a storytelling workshop, six-week thing every Tuesday night. And uh, I'm glad I did hear about that. Uh, so I decided to go because as a writer, I'm I'm always writing down my stories and using words that way. And I like doing this radio show and a podcast and different things because I, I really enjoy story, audio storytelling. So this was um, to teach how to stand up in front of a a crowd and give us not a speech exactly um, that's sort of the formal way of looking at it but it's more like s- telling stories from your life which we all have a lot to choose from there so I spent five weeks um, picking the story and t- telling it in front of the sm- it was just a small group of people five students and our in- instructor and uh, so um, the final night you showed up right Brian you and a few other family members <laughs> Yeah, no, and, absolutely. Uh, it was it was great, great to see the work everyone there had put in on their stories over the the, the few weeks that they uh, they practiced there and got feedback and sort of worked on their their pieces. So it was nice to see the final the final products and delivered. And um, so yeah, when you when you applied or when you called them to say that you were interested in going to to that uh, event, they warned you the fact that there are a lot of stairs, which I I encountered when I was there last week. And that, again, goes back to accessibility and um, people with disabilities and having every, everywhere accessible. Um, there's, there's often the, a, I guess I could say misconception. Yeah, um, some, people, some people do, would maybe have issues if they had other you know, um, mobility issues. But mm-hmm. people see stairs, and even for someone who's blind, they, they often assume, yeah, stairs are going to be a difficult for you you'd prefer an elevator or you'd prefer this or that and you said when you applied for this event the the uh, organizer warned you that there were a lot of stairs there to get to mm-hmm. the room that you needed to get so, to so basically the workshop was held in this gallery but up a couple flights of stairs a really tall one some windy stairs up into this little room up above that sort of looked down over the street and um she told me because yeah i guess you I mean, blindness is a visible disability and people see you and think, I think basically they see you and think, how can you get up there on your own? If you can't see the steps, how do you, they don't, I don't know if they always take into account that you have a a tool that helps you know where stairs are and things. It's called a white cane. Sometimes I can sort of sound sort of (laughs) self-righteous saying it like that, but you never know what people think about when they think of someone who's blind. Um, But either way, they also sort of 
in their mind, they're seeing the worst possible outcome. Oh my God. Yeah, you mentioned the what liability that they, that they might have, yet they might feel for them as well. They see me um, falling down this giant flight of stairs and but breaking my for, neck. But for us, we're, we're, perf- like we're, we're mobile and stairs aren't an issue. Mm-hmm. But then it brings up, you know, our show touches on other disabilities as well, mm-hmm. as much as we can, even, you know, we don't know as much about other ones besides but blindness, doing, but we're it's doing still... We're doing look as a overall discussion of disability. So we want to be inclusive, obviously, with all disabilities. So I thought that many times when I was there, I thought, well, this is an old building... Um, and obviously accessibility and stuff wasn't a thing so much years ago. I was like, there's no elevator. What if somebody, what if I had called in and I was in a wheelchair and wanted to take this class? Would I have been denied? Or, I mean, they could have worked around that. I mean, yeah, they like could have held they made, made the workshop on the main and, floor, yeah. I guess. But the main floor is a gallery um, where they have like art showings. If you go up a few steps, you, there's a few other rooms that I we went in the one night. But still, you need to go up a few steps, and even a few steps is a barrier for someone in a wheelchair. So you keep that stuff in mind, but really in your day-to-day life, even we just try to go about it and do what's best what we can do, and it's hard to always fight things like that. Um, but I mean, I'm glad I did it. And <laughs> so when we were discussing how we were going to all stand in front of our audience and give our talks, there was this little platform in the room, and uh, not quite a stage, just more like a square than a long platform but it was just one step up and then you're on this platform and I thought well I'd like to be up there because I'm quite short and I thought it would give me a bit of height and sort of give me a presence um, when I'm talking in front of these people and sort of help me help me feel better about about my presentation um, so I said I'm standing up on this thing to present and other people were like yeah I'm not gonna but I decided to so up I go and I I was the only, obviously, when you're blind, you, when you have a disability, you're often the only one with a disability in wherever, whatever group you happen to be in. That's just the way it is. But um, not always, because disabilities can be visible, but they also can be invisible. So you never know who in the room might also have a disability. Um, But I obviously, as far as I know, was the only one with, with disability in this group. So it was great because they did... I don't know how many of them knew anybody with a disability, but eventually, you know, we got to know each other and we were quite close by the end of these six weeks. But I was, um, so I never really felt treated differently, but they always asked me what I needed or if they could do anything to help. Um, But the final night, there was you guys, plus a few other friends from each of the people who were speaking, plus a few friends the instructor invited. And so a lot of people who didn't know me in the group. So I stand up on this platform and I'm using my cane (laughs) to help me stand up. It's actually for walking, it's for a blind person, but I also kind of use it to put my... <laughs> so I step on the platform and I give my talk and I, before I do that, I bend down very carefully and I place my folded white cane at my feet. I don't know if that frightens people. I'm not going to step forward and not think about it and trip on the cane and fall off the platform. I finished giving my speech and then I, I, I bend down to pick up the folded cane at my feet, unfold it, put it down to the ground and I take a step step slowly to get off the platform so I didn't think about it at the time but I was told after I don't know if you realized it yeah well yeah I didn't realize exactly why but (laughs) didn't know what was going on but yeah I noticed after how did it sound yeah yeah well after after Carrie read her story everyone started clapping obviously and then there was a bit of a uh, halt in the clap and then and then it picked up again and um, afterwards my uh, 
our our mom mentioned that people stopped clapping because that's that's right when Carrie got to the edge of this platform and was about to step off. So people were just kind of like, oh, uh-oh, you know. And then when she got down, everyone continued clapping because everything was fine. Um, so that kind of that kind of goes back to the whole the stairs, right? Like, uh, it you know, does. That's just one one step off this yeah it was one step we had whole flights to do um but even that you know and it's you know you're looking at things from other people's perspective you understand it but then when you've lived like that for your whole life and you've gone up and down stairs all the time and you have practiced doing it you don't sometimes it you know you don't think about it and you feel like (laughs) why is that such a big deal but Mm -hmm. you know you also do have to see other people's perspectives you don't want to come come across as like a you know i don't know what would be the best? Well, really, that, if we want the world to look at us, yeah, you can't you can't treat it with a sort of arrogance, arrogant sort of manner. Yeah, you have to be understanding of other people's perspectives and realize that they, it's not that they they mean to be a certain way. It's just kind of how how society is, right? And it's it's but always the, an ongoing. Mm-hmm. But the point of a day like this, and the point of why I wanted to do this show in the first place, not this episode specifically only, but the show as a whole, is that. Um, just the more we're seen and heard and out there, then we can just become part of the, the society as a whole, and we don't—we're not seen as something so different. And um, you know, we're lucky compared to a lot of people with disabilities who have um, some mental disability, and you know, you know, and things that you can't always make decisions for yourself. Because, like, I try to imagine what it's like to have no say over your life, no control. You know, it's better now. We used to have institutions, these giant hospitals, and now it's there are homes for people who need care. But in those homes, you're you know you're told when to eat, and you're told you know what. <laughs> and there are people who are doing great work out there. I'd like to give a shout out to everybody, but it's like our mother um, works in one of those homes, and she's long been there long enough to she cares about the people who live there, and she wants them to have the best life possible. Um, but still, we live on our, on our own and sort of get to make our own choices and we get to decide how long, how late we sleep in and deal with the consequences, right, Brad? <laughs> yeah, as in today. As in this morning. But um, I was just going to read a quick quote because, I mean, we're, we're not going to have much time here because we, well, time's just kind of flown by as we got here late, but not much later than usual. But I just, I saw a great quote from Stephen Hawking who, um, of course, um, died. Uh, what was that? Last year, I think. Yeah, it was about it was about a year ago. But I mean, everybody knows the Recently, you know yeah. the famous people with disabilities. You know, Stephen Hawking and Stevie Wonder and Marley Matlin and um, but it's so then t- t- days like this can sort of lean to, f- to you know to focusing on these these amazing things like oh this woman who's badly burnt overcomes her disability and and is now a successful beauty blogger like you hear headlines like that we saw that on i saw that on an article on cnn and it's like well that's great and all but sometimes you just want to be known you just want to you know have some success living your life daily and um so his quote was um his advice to other disabled people would be to concentrate on things your disability doesn't prevent you from doing well and don't regret the things it interferes with. Don't be disabled in spirit as well as physically. Now, you know, take that however you want, but I think it's good advice, right? Yeah, it's again, it always goes back to don't, don't focus on, you know, the the negative or the things that you have you can't do and, you know, put, in, put your focus on the things that you can do because everyone does have 
have something to offer and has qualities and has, you know, ways to contribute to society. So instead of, you know, it's sometimes can be if you're depending on what mood you're in or, you know, you can look at the negatives, but you have to kind of ch- um, change that and look at the positives that you you do have to bring to the table. And Yeah, so I know outlook as a word is um, commonly used, but I think I can connect it to that quote and just as in just that's like you said, depends on your outlook. And that isn't always easy, depending on what you're dealing with, because people with disabilities, um, I guess it says 15% of the world have a disability of some sort. Yeah, that's what, yeah. that's the stat we found. And so. obviously Canada, um, there are certain things put in place to help with that. In developing countries, it's harder. As far as things like technology, you know, to run the show today and uh, to make the theme we hope to show you next week. Um the, my notes I'm reading here with a braille display, you know, these are technologies that we didn't have years ago. And even in 1992, we barely had computers. Um, and obviously certain people in certain circumstances around the world still don't have access to such things. So, you know, there's a higher, there can be a higher rate of, of um, poverty and things like that, that, you know, it's a bigger wa- wide issue in the world, but... I hope that this show is not seen as some boring, you know, oh, oh, she's droning on and on. Yeah, and that's just it. We try to, it's, it's tough to keep this stuff um, too, too light sometimes, and it does mm-hmm. get into some, some serious issues, but we also don't want to get too serious all the time, right? Like we're. That's why we have kooky friends that we bring on the show yeah. to talk about putting Walkmans in the uh, microwave. Yeah, last, uh, thanks again to Steve Potter last week for the guest appearance, which you can find on our SoundCloud. We'll, we'll share the links to that on our Twitter but yeah it's always great to have a guest in to get other perspectives as well and something a bit more lighthearted. but today is a, definitely a, more of a serious issue but <laughs> also just very important so well I mean it, it is like you know you talk about United Nations goals and you know proclamations and things and that's not interesting to everybody but um, I just hope that the two of us can deliver that sort of message to anybody who might be listening and it's more interesting to some than others obviously but just think about your life and who you know who has a disability everybody must know somebody you think and like I said they could be um, blindness or um, mobility issues or deafness or they could be um, you know depression yeah like you mentioned them, invisible like, things yeah pain. mental sort of things that you wouldn't notice but are, are still there and are just, you know, just as like affect someone's life, sometimes like more than these other ones, right? So it's just... Yeah, but for us, I, I choose to look at this as a lighthearted episode because we are here, we made it. <laughs> um, and um, we're going to keep doing what we're doing, right, Brian? Yeah, no, for sure. We're going to keep at it and just keep working on it. You Like you like was brought up earlier you know you can talk about this stuff all day and sometimes you feel like oh what can I do yeah, but, the point, but a lot of it is just about education so I think I do think talking about it is still very important to do and you just mm-hmm. have to keep at it so alright well we're in December and it's almost Christmas so we should be back for a couple more episodes this month before the end of the year and things so um, that pretty much does it for today if I'm the only one with a braille display keeping track of time I think <laughs> yeah you have to keep track of time today so. <laughs> but it's uh, looks like it's time so we have no theme for today yeah unfortunately <laughs> no, no outro which music. makes it sound classy yeah it doesn't doesn't sound quite as nice but again uh, check us out on Twitter at Outlook CFB and this episode will be posted later 
with the theme and yeah. we'll be happy, back uh, happy IDPD 2018 <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes these these names for certain days are kind of cumbersome to pronounce but mm-hmm. we always um, need these hashtags have, have a nice week everybody <laughs>